recording in three, two, one. Hello. Hey. What's up, guys? We're back again after three weeks. Three weeks. Four. Yeah. Oh, going on four. Going it'll, on four it'll weeks. It'll be a month by the time this is recorded or released. Yep. So sorry. Yeah. It's uh, it's been an interesting last couple of weeks. Let's say that. So to give a breakdown of why it took us a month to put the next episode out, Dylan was gone for work. The first week. The first week. Yep. And then we were in Jacksonville the next week on vacation. For Memorial Day. For Memorial Day. Yep. And on the last day of that vacation, three of us, got myself and Dylan included, horrendously ill. Horrendously ill. Food poisoning, the likes of which I've never experienced. It was so bad. I had thought I'd had some minor food poisoning before in my life, but I'm convinced now that that was not the case. It, yeah. Because this was a heinous, a heinous experience. It set in real quick, and it hit us hard. And yeah. it, was a, it was a rough night. We were down for the count. And drive home the next day. <clears throat> And then uh, all this last week after getting back rained, and, and yeah. where we record is in front of a window, Yeah, and it was thundering and lightning and heavy rain, and we just, I would rather not put out, because in order to edit out all that sound, it really would have muffled our voices and kind of made it sound garbled. Right. And I would rather... Put out no content, then put out bad content. Yeah, just in because the after all, good this is the quest for, in parentheses, good content. Yes. It's easy to find bad content. It wouldn't be much of a quest. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Hon- so. Honestly. With that said, I am Zach. And I am Dylan. And you have once again joined us on the, the quest, quest for, for content. content. Oh, yes. And we have... Boy, I mean... We've got so much to catch up on. Holy shit. It's funny. The weeks leading up to our unholy hiatus uh, was like we were trying to figure out what we should talk about. Because there really wasn't much to talk about. Yeah, we were going to talk about... I I think in our last episode, we kind of like outlined a couple of things that we were going to do. Because we were going to do... We were going to do batch. Bad Batch, we were going to do... E3 predictions. E3 predictions, and we were going to do um, uh, other stuff from the Clone Wars, like leading up to the Bad Batch. Yep, yeah. So we were going to do lead up to the Bad Batch, and then the Bad Batch up to now. Yep. And then we missed three weeks, uh, and so now we're just in E3. Yeah, E3 going on right now. has happened, is hap- well, yes, currently. Yeah. And also, Loki released this week. Yes, it did. That was really good. I still haven't watched any of the Clone Wars. Well, Well, okay, let me rephrase. I still haven't watched any more of the Clone Wars. I'd gotten three seasons in, and I always do this, but like the, I, so I didn't want to watch it chopped up in the weird way that it is. I wanted to watch it. Right. In order. Sequential order, yeah. Sequential. Which means you have to go like season one, one episode, season two, Two episodes, season one, another episode, season three, another episode. But only for the first couple of but seasons. But only for the first three seasons. Because you got to the point but where I you didn't, didn't have know, to do that anymore. I didn't know that it was going to stop. Because I'd, got, I'd gotten right up to the point where you really didn't have to anymore. Yeah. And then I quit. 
And then as I I was like, I should I should keep going. And then they took it off of Netflix. Yeah. But now it's on Disney Plus. Now it's so on Disney Plus. Watch, you can watch it there. Uh, and you should. It's really good. Also, I intend the, to. The Bad Batch, I have been keeping up with that, is really good. Out of 10, how do you rate it? Uh, eight. Okay. Eight out of 10? It, it, it kind of fluctuates with every episode. I mean... Of the Dave Filoni cartoon universe. Oh, God. Where do you rank it? Clone Wars, Bad Batch, uh, Rebels. Clone Wars number one. Okay. Obviously. Probably the Bad Batch I'd put okay. in number two. And then Rebels in number three. I mean, Rebels had its moments. It did. But on the whole, I. it was too kiddish, you know? Too childish. Yeah. I get it. it. It wasn't... Like I said, there were a couple of episodes here and there where they, they really kind of got into the nitty-gritty of the lore and had some really kind of emotional moments as someone who's been a fan of Clone Wars... I mean, one of the best uh, <clears throat> mall scenes is in Rebels. Yeah. With Obi-Wan. Yeah. That That's was a good. phenomenal scene. That's a good scene. Uh, I haven't seen the show, but I have seen bits and pieces of the show. Everything with Ahsoka and Vader is pretty good. Yeah. That was good. Um, I really like... I think it was kind of controversial when it when it first released, ooh. but I kind of like the uh, the world between worlds thing oh yeah okay i kind of like that yes where she is like able to look at different points in time or whatever or yeah. different points in space yeah doesn't she help ezra a couple times through there with like well, a bird well, well he saves her okay that's what it is uh and then they encounter i suppose he is the hero of the show so. palpatine oh who's trying to gain access to it uh yeah, naturally on the whole it, it has its, it has its moments there's just how do you rate that show out of 10 Six out of ten. Yeah. Okay. That's Six. not bad. It's not bad. It's better than it is worse. Only because... Bad, better than it is Like, I only give it that, that high of a rating. You know, I'm going to give... I'll give seven out of ten to the oh. best episodes. And then everything else is like a three or four. So, in reality, it's like a, a five and a half. Kind of. Basically, yeah. Okay. Like, it has its moments, but there's there's more bad than good, I think. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. And I'd put it underneath the Bad Batch, because the Bad Batch has very much kind of carried the, just the vibe of the Clone Wars. Carried the torch. Yeah. The torch. Okay. Cool. This most recent episode was very good. Oh. Right. And, and uh, I forget if it was like an animator or so, someone who worked on the show tweeted out that if you thought this most recent episode was good, just wait till you see the next one. So I'm looking forward to Friday because... Wow. High praise from the animator. Apparently something's going to go down. Oh yeah. I'm looking forward. Like, well, it's, how, it's how many good. episodes in the show? I think... Because it's a one season show, correct? 
No, I don't. Th- I think they've. I think oh. they've confirmed that they're going to do a second season of it. Interesting. Um, I think they're on episode eight right now. Let me double okay. check. Um, from what I've seen, it looks pretty good though. I've I've caught glimpses here and there. You know, obviously, I try to avoid spoilers because I do intend to watch it. <clears throat> yeah, but you know, it yeah yeah, it's it is what it is. Um, I am really excited. I feel like Star Wars has really been thriving. Oh yeah, in this in the television universe. Oh yeah. They've been doing really good. I there's a lot of good stuff coming up. Did you see the uh there was like set photos uh off of the Obi-Wan show? Oh no, we had talked Ewan about McGregor. this. No, I never saw them. You can't see his costume because he's wearing robe right. and they're trying to like keep everything under wraps as they obviously it's filming right now the Obi-Wan series. Yes, yeah. Um with Ewan McGregor Yes. Hayden Christensen is in. Yes, he is. Um, I don't. They've got it. I don't think any other big people have been confirmed in the show. Uh, they've got back uh, Owen and Baru. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The prequels. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are the these are the pictures. Like you can't see, but like he's clearly wearing. Yes, he has shorter boots, but yeah. Yeah, shorter boots, but that might be more in line with. Uh, the Alleganus look. Yeah. We never really saw his feet. No, because he had the he long He always had the long robe. The long robe. Uh, you know what's interesting to me? What? They based the entire look of all the Jedi off the Alleganus look. Yeah. But if you watch that movie, that look is clearly just a way to blend in with the people who live on Tatooine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, is, you're right. Yeah, because they all kind of dress like they that. all dress like yeah. that. Yeah, he's dressed to to match not because that's what Jedi Knights wore, but because that's what the people on Tatoo Tatooine wore, which makes sense because that's a very deserty. Well, and also that's a very deserty outfit. Yeah, you wear kind of loose fitting, flowing clothes, right? Breathable, but it covers everything, so you're not constantly growing more skin cancer than skin. Yeah. Uh, and then... <laughs> I never really thought about that. Wow. Huh. Mind blown. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It's very clearly him trying to blend in with Tatooine, and then it just became the look of every Jedi. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Which is just what happens when you... Like, I guess, make it up as you go. Right. Because, it, it you know, it wasn't... Like, Star, Star Wars lore was built around the movies, not the movies built around the lore. Right. Like, you know, with Lord of the Rings... They had the books and everything well, that had been I, done. But I mean, like, uh, Tolkien had an insane amount. Well, that's what the Silmarillion is, of, right? Yeah, it's, it's just, just a history, history book yeah. of... Uh, that and you know the Hobbit was just a story he would tell his grandchildren, and the only reason he wrote it down is because he had <laughs> is because he had his grandchildren paid too close 
attention to the details and he had inconsistencies in the story because it's just or he was orating right and his children would be like well last time he had a purple scarf i read somewhere i you know and now it's that could have just been a joke that tolkien said but that's what he said well if that is in fact the case what a what a thing That it's yeah, yeah. grown into. Well, uh, and, you know, a Hobbit was just supposed to be just a one-off. I did know that, The yeah. ring wasn't, you know, anything special when uh, Bilbo picked it up. Right. Because if it was intended to go on as long as it did, which is what I, which is kind of what I'm saying, like the difference between The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings is The Lord of the Rings was written with a ton of backstory. The Hobbit was written... Kind of like Star Wars was done, as it was like it was just made up as you go, like most stories. Yeah. And then, you know, as he wrote The Hobbit, he then connected The Lord of the Rings, which I think he'd already begun writing. Right. Uh, with The Hobbit, which is why the ring that in The Hobbit, when he finds it, is just kind of a nonchalant, like, oh, it's just a ring, mm-hmm. you know, I have it now. I found it in a cave, took it off a of golem. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not, you know, he doesn't pick it up and be like, oh my God, this is, this ring has immense power to it. It's the focal point of the universe. And it's just like, it's a gold ring. It's just, and it yeah, makes you invisible. Thing. Yeah. That's about it. Hmm. And then, you know, in the next one, it turns out it's, it's the focal point of Sauron's power and evil, like all evil in the universe. Right. But yeah, that's uh, always uh, it's it's a funny little point that those robes are definitely not Jedi robes. No, not no, they're <laughs> not. Now that you mm-hmm. and because even if just to the point of he's trying to hide, why would he wear the thing that only Jedi's wore? Right. <laughs> like, Granted, the Empire doesn't have a huge presence on Tatooine. No, but he, they're there. They are there. And they know Obi-Wan's alive. And he didn't even change his last name. Yeah. They know he's not dead. They don't, well, sorry, they don't know he's dead. He could have died of old age. Right. But they know nobody killed him. Right. Because doesn't, I know for a fact in Rebels when Vader comes on the scene and they first, he first like senses and suspects Ahsoka is alive, he has, like, a bit with the Emperor, and they're talking about Obi-Wan, and he makes a comment of, like, if he lives. And then doesn't Tarkin say something along those lines in... In Rebels? In A New Hope. Um... I don't know. Oh, maybe he does. I think he does. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to go back. It's been a long time. Yeah. Um... We need to... But, yeah, it's it's the... Um... Let's stop Pavlov's. What is it? The cat in the box with the poison, it's both alive and not alive. Yeah. I know what you're thinking of, but I can't. I hate <clears throat> it. Oh, my God. Every time. Every time. I ha- My brain is decaying. Anyway. Uh, speaking of, like, Lucasfilm-related things, not Star Wars, but Lucasfilm. Uh, Indiana Jones. That Indiana Jones movie started filming. Yeah. And that Indiana Jones game. That's right. That Bethesda's working on. I think yeah. we're, we're going to hear a little bit more about that soon. I don't know if it's an well, E3 thing, but... Yeah, I mean, we might hear it soon. I was going to say, if, 
there Bethesda showcase it, it's not so. you're right but I'm it's not it's probably not far enough along for it to be something to give E3 space to but I right. I remember wasn't they announced it last year at E3 or was it after is it later in the year I don't know it's so hard to tell it it last year it's last year doesn't feel like a year ago no on Last year feels like its own entity, and anything before that doesn't really feel real. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, no, I don't know. But I am excited for it. It should be interesting. Yeah. Um, I hope it's better than the last one. But, uh... This Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was not that good. No, it wasn't. But, you know, I have... But... I have hope that this one will be... It kind of came out around the time where all, all the... Like big action movies from that genre or from that age, we're trying to keep going, but with the same stars and not like pass the mantle on to other people. Yeah, like Rocky Balboa came out. Uh, Rambo had come out with one not long before that. Right. Indiana Jones now had come out with one. Die Hard was still going. <laughs> like all these things that just needed to be done. Yeah. Like they're sixty years old. <laughs> Right. Nobody's buying any of that. The only one that was even remotely believable was Rocky Balboa. And the only reason it was believable is because Sylvester Stallone got fucking jacked for that movie. He got huge for that movie. Right. Well, isn't uh, Harrison Ford is going to be like 80-something by the time this releases, isn't he? Yeah, but is this not like a Passing the Mantle movie? I don't know, but he's in it. It has to be. It has to be a... What, what is he... What? what? <laughs> Come on, man. He looked rough in The Force Awakens. Yeah, he did. The running he was doing... Like, they had him running it. He looked... Let me rephrase. He looked really good for yeah. a 74-year-old man. Hold on. However, the running scene was sad. It was just sad. He was, like, trudging along at, like, half a mile an hour. Apparently there's a, uh, a rumor going around that Chris Pratt or Bradley Cooper would assume the ro- might assume the role. I could go for a Chris Pratt. I like Chris Pratt. Yeah. Plus he he was in uh in the Jurassic World movies, and he played kind of like a a very Indiana Jones esque sort yeah. of inspired character. I could see yeah, that. yeah. Well, he kind of you know he he fits that sort of Harrison Ford esque. Yeah, I I agree. I think he'd be good. to... Kind of take over the yeah. I could go for it. He's a good uh, actor, man. I like him. I'm all about it. Yeah, I will um, not complain about more Chris Pratt. No, and I'm looking forward to that. I I love the. I haven't seen Indiana Jones in any of them. Yeah, in so long. every now and then I'm like, I need to go back and rewatch them, but I never are do. They on they're on uh, Amazon. Am- they're I think on they're all three okay. of them. I think. I thought they were on Netflix a while back. They were on Netflix a while back. I don't know if they still are. Um. But unless do you have anything else to talk about with Indiana Jones or Lucas Films Arts uh, Lucas Media? No. Well, then let's get into what'll probably be the meat of today's episode. E three. E three. So, just so this doesn't become like a three and a half hour pod episode, we're gonna podcast. keep it kind of short and let's, sweet. We'll not even that. We'll just limit today's episode to E three, Loki, and then that'll be it. Yeah. And then the next episode we can, I mean, E3 is still going on. Right. There'll be more stuff. So we'll talk more about it next week. Yeah. As well as Loki. Well, kind of like a wrap up. And then, yeah. For E3. 
Uh, I guess two things before we... Okay. Uh, not Lucasfilm related. Uh, the Witcher Season 2 dropped a teaser yes. today. Yes, 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 yes. That Which, looked really good. Fans of the book know that this means we'll be getting into the meat of the story. Yeah. The first book, which the show, much like Game of Thrones' first season, was word for word, just a live-action version of the book. Right. Game of Thrones was the same way. The first book is mostly anthology. If you saw the show, you know. If you've read the books, you know. The second one starts the real story. Right. Which I'm excited for. Yeah. Should be good stuff. I haven't read the books. I have them. They are interesting. They're a good story. Okay. Andre Zubkowski is an interesting storyteller. He... I don't want to disparage the guy. He's not the best author. Okay. He's just not the best. He has great mind for coming up with, you know, a world. Right. But... That is the saving grace. Okay. He has an interesting way of writing for that kind of... There are a lot of points where it's like, why why wouldn't you, like, show us? You know, quote-unquote show us. why? Where it's like this big badass fight that's supposed to happen, and it's like, it was just like, and it happened. Right. And then that's all you get of it. It's like, fucking, why am I reading this book about a badass monster fighter? When you're not even giving me the monster fights. Right. Yeah. Okay. But um, I haven't read them all. But they're worth a try. Yeah. No. You I, might love them. I, yeah. I'd be down to give them a read. I love the show. The show was great. Season I one was really good. Geralt. The game is phenomenal. I've played that game so many times. Yeah. Which it's a good. bummer too, but because he tried to sue the hell out of CD Projekt Red because of that game. Really? Yeah. He came after them because when they they asked for permission to make the game, they said, we will give you either a percent of everything that the games make or X amount of dollar. Oh, no, sorry. They said, we'll give you a percent of everything. And Andre's like, video games are shit. Nobody fucking cares about video games, and this isn't going to make a dime. So I'll take just X amount of money. It's okay. And then that turned out to be them making out like bandits because... Video games aren't shit, well, and they make tons of money. If they're as good as The Witcher 3, yeah, which was a phenomenal game and made a ton of money. yeah, And then he was pissed that he didn't get the percentage of that game, which would have made him so much money. But that's on you, bro. I mean, yeah, come on. that's 100% on you. Yeah. But he tried to sue them, and the thing is, like CD Projekt Red came out, came out and we're like, we offered the percentage initially. Right. <laughs> like... <laughs> You just didn't have faith in the game. Uh, but I don't know how that ever settled out. I don't, I don't know if they gave him a cut. Or, I imagine, I feel like they weren't, tr- they weren't, they weren't trying to cheat him. Right. They gave him they the They offered option. him the present, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They offered him that at the beginning. Yeah. So, regardless, uh, he's, he's not a fan of non-book media, apparently. Okay. But uh, the show is really good. It is, yeah. Um, I'm a, a big fan of Hen- Henry... Cavill. I almost called him Henry Cavill. Yeah. Henry Cavill's great. Uh, I'm real bummed he's not Superman anymore. Me too. I also think it's stupid that they're doing a black Superman 
and not making it one of the black supermen that exist. Yeah. I... Which makes me feel like Warner Brothers doesn't know shit <laughs> about Superman comics. Yeah, I don't I really don't know what they're doing over there. Like it's this just feels this to feels me. like they know they fucked up with the Ray Fisher stuff. Probably because he came out hard and was like, hey, super racist shit happened. Yeah. And I I again, we've said it before, I wasn't in the rooms, but just based off of the way they treated the character, I am inclined to believe it. Yeah. No, <laughs> I I'm right there with and you. And so then to try and backpedal, they're just like, well, we'll make our flagship guy black. Yeah. But then because they just don't know shit about the comics, instead of using one of the well-established and for people who like DC Comics, beloved versions of not Kal-El, but Superman, who is black. Yeah. And it's just, that seems <clears throat> like a, an issue. Yeah. That seems like a problem. Speaking of DC and Warner Brothers, just this just reminded me of two things. We don't have to like get into them. I just well, we always go wanted, down. Wanted to throw them out there. Detours, uh, Aquaman two got a name. Uh, it hold on, I just had it in my head, yeah, and now I'm blanking on it. Yeah, it's on the tip of my tongue too, but I can't. Good movie, by the way. First Aquaman. Yeah, I liked it's it. It's not exactly Aqu an award winner. No. But uh, uh except for maybe visuals. It was a beautiful it did movie. Look really good, yeah. And the suit was pretty Yeah. Good at that the was end. a very comic book accurate, but like the perfect kind where it's like just a little bit changed. Where it's like it looks like actual armor and not just like a weird ghillie suit. Right. Ghillie or scaly suit, not ghillie suit. Yeah. I know, I know what you meant. Yeah. Uh Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Right, okay, yes. It's called. Uh Looking forward to that. I like Jason Momoa as mm -hmm. Aquaman. Uh, and then... Yeah. No, it's a good choice. Uh, there was, oh, there was a, a photo released uh, of the Michael Keaton, like, Batman. Yeah, it had a little bit Bat of blood on it. A little bit of blood on it. Because yeah. he's coming back for Kind. The Flash. Yes. Uh, so that looks Bruce promising. Wine. I like that. Yeah. He's a good Batman, so... Uh, yeah, a lot of people. And by people, I mean... Older people are very hardcore fans of his Batman. Yeah, yeah. Not as many people are uh, Val Kilmer fans, or George Clooney. George Clooney. No. But to be fair, the most memorable part of George Clooney's Batman was the nipples. Well, the Val Kilmer one had nipples too. Yeah. But still. Yeah. They, they, mm, the nipple suits. We don't need to talk about that. Or the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, is Arnold Schwarzenegger? He was Mr. Freeze. Freeze for who? Clooney. It was Clooney. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. Clooney, uh, Chris O'Donnell was Robin. Which, the, <laughs> just the puns alone. <clears throat> Chill out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or you need to, yeah. Who else is in that movie? Holy shit. It's been so... Those are on HBO. We should watch them and make fun of them. <laughs> Danny DeVito was the penguin for... Uh, it was the second uh, Keaton one. Keaton, right. Yeah, That's a Which, phenomenal cast. Casting. Yeah. Danny oh, DeVito is the perfect... <clears throat> Those movies really did nail the casting. Like, Michael Keaton as Batman was good. Yeah. Uh, 
Jack Nicholson as the Joker. As the Joker, was, yeah, was really good. good. Uh, he he, Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Yeah, Halle Berry was Catwoman for that Cat, was Catwoman. It was just a Catwoman movie. Right, okay. it was just her own thing. That but, was a Tim Burton movie, wasn't it? Uh, it, I don't. It might have been. I don't know. It came out in the early two thousands. It sucked ass. <laughs> yeah. uh, Let me see. It was really bad. But I'm trying to think of oh um. <clears throat> so the the Val Kilmer, and then George Clooney versions, are meant to be oh, a continuation. It's not Tim Burton. It's some guy named Pitoff. Uh, Why do I think Tim Burton? I don't, well, he did the Keaton Batman's. Oh, okay, that's what yeah, it yeah. was. All right. Yeah, he was the director for the first, well, I guess the, the only two Keaton Batmans. And then the Val Kilmer and then subsequently George Clooney Batmans are meant to be continuations of the Keaton universe, but he didn't want to come back. Michael Keaton didn't want to come back. Or I, I guess uh, Tim Burton didn't want to come back and Michael Keaton didn't want to come back. Uh, and they recast, in the first one with Val Kilmer, they recast Harvey Dent because he was in... The first Michael Keaton Batman is uh, played by Billy D. Williams, Harvey Dent. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um. Okay. It is interesting, and then also the guy who plays Alfred is the same. Like he came back for the Val Kilmer and George Clooney ones. It's the same Alfred. That's a weird. At At what point do you just like? So okay, this is their soft reboot, not a continuation. Right. Yeah. Those movies are so bad. <laughs> we really should watch them. Um, Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, and, and then you had one other thing. Uh, yes. Uh, we got our first look at uh, Jensen Ackles as Soldier Boy. Yeah. Like they yeah, his yeah, costume. yeah. Looks pretty good. It does look good. Looks kind of. Uh, I'm a big Jensen Ax- Ack- Jensen Ackles fan, despite my inability to pronounce his name. Yeah. I loved Supernatural. Yeah. Um, I I missed the last like four ish seasons i i've been meaning to catch up but it's just it's been so long that i wanted to watch everything leading up but it's like 14 seasons long right and so it takes some time and recently i've been watching a lot of anime which is which is great thing i'm loving it because i'd always loved obviously dragon ball z who doesn't love dragon ball z if you grew up at our time you at least watched it and enjoyed the ridiculous fights I also love Naruto. That's good. Great show. Very long. It is long. Takes dedication to get through all of it. But you can make it much, much, much shorter if you just skip all the filler. Which is like 120 episodes of filler across, you know, both uh, versions of the show. Right. Um, And then I finished Full Metal Alchemist, Brotherhood. I haven't watched the original, which is the same story, but I think just it's like slightly different. I think. I haven't done much research. I don't know. But Brotherhood is great. I loved it. I've recently started uh, Attack on Titan, and I'm just I've just got into the second season. And fucking shit's weird. <laughs> weird. Shit's fucking weird. Weird. Okay. It's good. Yeah. It's fucking weird. There's a giant talking Sasquatch, which I was not expecting. Interesting. That is, that is a little <laughs> weird. <laughs> um, but it's good. I'm loving it. Good. Yeah. Yeah. After, I need, once I need I'm, to watch some Once more I'm anime. done with Attack on Titan, I'm probably going to move on to One Punch Man. 
That's really good. I love that. And when I say done, I mean once I'm caught up, the show is still ongoing. Right. Um, which is interesting, because I've never had to watch an anime like that. Like, that is being released. Well, One Punch Man is, is still also being, being released. released. Yeah. yeah. And also... They just have, like, years between you know, seasons. Hate me or whatever, but I prefer dubs... Because I speak English. I don't speak Japanese. And, you know, everyone always said, well, the acting's better in the Japanese. I, how, how, I, how do I fucking know? I don't know what they're saying. How do I know the acting's better? Right. Just being a snob. Yeah. I have no preference. I prefer the dub. I'll, I'll watch sub if it's... I've done it. Right. I've done both. Yeah. I've watched most of Naruto. Sub. I prefer dub. Yeah. There are... I'll, I will exempt that there are some cases where English dub is not quality acting. There are times where that is the case. Right. However, big name animes generally get pretty good actors. Right. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't they? So, fuck you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> do you want to talk about Loki first or do you want to talk E3 first? What do you think is going to take longer? Probably E3. Yeah. Yeah, I think probably E3 as well. So, let's just do Loki first. Yeah. And then we'll dive in, since we're already on the topic of shows anyway. Right. Spoiler warning, if you haven't seen episode <laughs> yes. one of Loki. Of course. We're going to get into it, as always. Yes, we will. Uh, what did you think of this? I very much enjoyed it. Me too. I thought it was great. So, I mean, we're only one episode in. Yes. But so far, I think this might be my favorite Marvel Disney Plus show. Definitely had the strongest opening. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, uh, it's just, <clears throat> these shows have all had gr- phenomenal implications yeah. for the rest of the universe. I'm very excited to see. But this one is supposed to have the biggest, according to Kevin Feige. <sighs> yes, that is true. And I'm exciting to I'm exciting I'm excited to see what that means. Yeah, me too. Uh, what he thinks is the biggest implication because that guy. I'm well, also, I mean, I think it's kind of obvious. It's just multiverse stuff. Yeah. I mean, they're they're that's clearly the direction they're taking. I mean, they've the already confirmed that that's a thing, right? Uh, yeah, I'm sure that's just kind of what what he meant by that. I mean, yeah, maybe there's something else. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? Uh, there are a couple. Um, False hints, because uh, initially they point to the devil in the church. Yeah, and they're you know, we assumed. Well, okay, you we didn't watch it at the same time. I've I'd already seen it. You'd yeah. already seen it. We did watch it together, but he'd already seen it. I waited to watch it with our group of friends, uh, but he didn't know he was gonna make it that night. So it's I, yeah, uh, not not anything against Dylan. I'm not a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, but, you know, they point to the devil. I'm like, oh, fucking Mephisto. No. But you would you would preface as it was happening. It's like, it's not what you think. I was like, fuck. Fine. Which, I'm... Cheeky on their end, but also, cheeky like... Cheeky on their end, but I'm happier, I'm with, happier with what's Loki. happening. It's an interesting... Yeah. It's an interesting thing they're going for. Yeah. I freaking love... We're at a point now... It's where so they, hot. Ju- yeah, it is really warm in here. 
they just like balls to the wall, don't care, and are going full, full comic, full comic, full comic book, which is great. Multiple In, yeah. timelines, yeah, weird shit happening in them. I'm happy to see it. Yeah, happy to see Tom Hiddleston back. Yes, uh, he's a great cast mm-hmm. pick as Loki. Uh, Owen Wilson crushed yes. it. I love Mobius. Morpheus? Yes. Mobius? Mobius. Mobius. Yes. Like the strip. Yes. Uh, phenomenal casting. He and Tom Hiddleston have a great chemistry in this. They really do. Uh, and I am very stoked to see that go forward uh, as they. Oh, that. Is, sorry, just it. Stri- Mobius strip is what is the shape that uh tony tony uses to to discover time travel and then mobius is also the name of a time cop that's yeah funny funny good job it's just an interesting little thing yeah Uh it's uh i mean i'm trying to think it it has been a couple of days since we we, we didn't watch it yeah we usually that's a good point we usually rewatch. It's just been so long. Right. Well, it's we been watched, so long since we recorded. Well, that and we watched and also it's a been, bunch of E3 stuff. We did. This, we watched so. a bunch of E3 stuff. And it's also just been a long time since a Marvel show. Yeah. Uh, and also, we. this is probably our least prepared episode. Almost certainly. Because there's so much to talk about and it's been so long. We're a little rusty. I mean, I'd been making little notations of I things have. that I kind of wanted to hit. I did literally no prep. Well, I mean, I think it's been good so far. I agree. Let us know what you think, I guess. Um, man. So it picks up right after Loki disappears in Endgame. Yes. Yeah. Like immediately. To the, uh, to the extent of the opening scene is just is overlap bad. with Endgame. Yeah. Um, he teleports out of Avengers Tower into the desert and is immediately yes. arrested. Immediately captured. By a woman who beats the shit out of him in slow motion. Yes. But well, beats the shit out of time. him in real time. He is in slow motion. Yeah. Uh, and then they take him away, and Loki discovers that he is basically just a pawn. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a tool. Yeah. His life I, has no meaning outside of what it was given by people who are more powerful than him. I did kind of like how over the course of just one episode he has a full existential crisis they they basically <laughs> caught him up to where uh, like real loki was in the, in yeah. the normal timeline well they sh- i mean they showed him die yeah so that's the end of the line right they told your life exists only to make better people better people who are more important to than you better yeah <laughs> they uh what did you think of i'm just thinking that uh Little animated intro bit as he's waiting in line at the very beginning where they kind of explain what the time, TVA yeah. is and like the whole deal with the timekeepers and everything. What did you think about that? Uh, I thought it was interesting. They talk about like the multiverse the war. M- more, m- yeah, the multiverse war and how now they're all connected to one sacred timeline, sacred timeline yeah. which is interesting. Uh, which is like kept... In check in by, check the, time by the TVA and the timekeepers. Yeah, um, which is interesting because I does the TVA exist in the comics? Yes. Okay. So in the comics, I'm because I know that the Nexus basically does what the TVA is doing in this. No, they make sure time is working. Or are they more of a multiversal kind of thing and less multiversal time? Multiversal thing, less okay. time. 
in the comics, at the end of time, uh, before... Hold on, I'm just going to look it up, because I'm blanking on character names and everything. Okay. Basically, the timekeepers well, were created at the end of time. Right, yeah, to make sure that the timeline doesn't get right undone. Yes. Yeah. Uh, right. But while you're looking that up, basically, what we're talking about is, in the show, which if you've seen it, you know what we're talking about, the TVA, the Time Variant... Uh, uh, time Variant Authority. Authority. Uh, exists basically to make sure that everyone stays within the confines of the sacred timeline, which is the one timeline that they created so that the time war would stop to save all of the multiverse. Uh, And in the show, when Loki picks up the cube, the Tesseract, he becomes a variant. He is captured. Yes. arrested <clears throat> and put on trial for crimes. put on trial for crimes but it's not really a trial they just tell him why he's guilty and then they they're gonna kill him they're gonna kill him but they don't say kill but they're gonna kill they him. say what do they say prune prune that's the, the, the thing with the sticks <laughs> yeah very uh grandmaster thor ragnarok yeah melting stick <laughs> yeah yes i wonder if it's like the same technology they kind of the same I don't effect. know. They, they do, but this one seems more of like a disintegration versus <laughs> yeah, more than a melt. Because yeah. the other one was melt. Because mm. there was like a pool of Goop. the remains. Goopy. Oh, my neighbor. Uh, yes. Excuse the motorcycle sound. Um, but yeah, and then Loki uh, consequently discovers, like I said, that he is basically just a tool to make the people who are important in the universe be who they need to be yeah. to do what they need to do. How meta and he, is he that? he has a bit of a breakdown. Yeah, a bit, yeah. And then he decides he's going to help him because he found a fucking drawer full of Infinity Stones that didn't do dick. Right. Yeah, they... And also a guy who didn't did know what fish fish were. No, he didn't. That it's yeah the Infinity Stones thing was makes sense it does because this is kind of an like the TVA is like I guess exists outside of time it's called the Citadel in the comics uh, is like in a pocket dimension at the end of time uh, so yeah it makes sense okay uh, anyway so give us now your breakdown of the comic stuff I was basically stalling for you yes uh, so the time timekeepers were created by he who remains uh, the very last director. Of the Time Variance Authority, uh, just prior to the heat death of the universe, of course, at the very end of time, uh, and the heat death of the whole universe. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and their existence is to, like we said, monitor and keep track of the flow of time, so that everything goes as it should and they can be created at the end of time. It's really weird. I love that they're getting into like weird timeline shit, though. It, yeah. it makes you think. Well, really, you, like, you gotta go big. Yeah. After Thanos, and they did Thanos so well. They did. You, you, can't, you can't have a sophomore slump. Right. You can't not have something even bigger and crazier. Yeah. You know? And there is so much to draw from, but you have to... Yeah. I mean, you you have to escalate. Yeah. You have to do it the right way, but you have to escalate. Yeah, for sure. And I think they're... 
I don't know if we'll see him, but we know Kang the Conqueror is coming down the line in yes. the next Ant-Man movie. Which I was, which if it wasn't confirmed, it anyone who knows anything about it, it's kind of you have to know. Yeah, he, time is his thing. Yeah, he oh, yeah. doesn't like people who fuck with time. Right, and uh, Mordo's probably going to be a big player coming up because he really doesn't like people who fuck with time. And fucking, they stomped all over the timeline. They played with it like a jump rope. Mordo probably isn't happy. He's probably going to start killing a lot of wizards. Well, he was already doing that. Before. Yeah, but I mean, like, he's really going to start killing a lot of wizards. Yeah. Um, he's going to make, like, Anakin. And they're going to be younglings. Pretty he's much. going to kill the hell out of a bunch of wizards. Oh, um, this is kind of just, like, a weird little tangent. Uh, Miss Minutes... The, uh, I guess, like, narrator. Dolly Parton? It's basically. not Dolly Parton. I know it's not. But... It's Tara Strong. Oh! Okay. Yeah. Tara Strong. All right. Yeah. Cool. Um, Which, uh, big... if you don't know who Tara Strong is, you do. You just yeah. don't know the name. Yeah. If you are, like, 30 or below, you definitely know some of the work she's done. Yeah. She is so much. arguably the most prolific female voice actress. Yeah. Uh, For sure. She's a ton. She's Harley Quinn. Yep. In the uh, Arkham games and also in the show with Mark Hamill. Yes. In the, or in the in show. The animated in the series. animated versions. Yes. Uh, boy, what else? She's. she's Teen Titans, Teen Power Titans, Puff yeah. Girls, she was Fairly Odd Parents. Teen Titans. She was ben Raven, 10. right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ben Ten. She was Gwen. No. Chowder. Yeah, I forgot about that. Who was she in Ben Ten? Uh, was she Gwen? I think so. Yeah. I thought that was. I'm gonna look. I'm not looking on IMDb. Let me look that that up. Because I thought it. I thought it might have been Ashley Johnson. But maybe not. Ashley Johnson is who played Ellie in The Last of Us. Yes. For those of you who don't know. Uh, but regardless, Tara Strong has done a ton of work. You've she, definitely heard her voice. Def- you have to have. There's if no you're way. listening to this, you have you have heard her voice. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. That's cool that she's a part of the uh, MCU, MCU now. now. Yeah. Good for her. Um... Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of the fact that they're getting into the weird nitty gritty comic stuff that they've kind of been avoiding in the first four phases, three phases. Three phases. We're in four right now. Um, it's exciting. I'm I'm curious to see where they go. It's got to be huge. Yeah. And there are so much that's kind of happening simultaneously because we have the scroll, we have Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. We have. We know that the Fantastic Four are coming up, which means we're probably going to get a Doctor Doom soon, which has been potentially very lightly hinted at, yeah. because possibly he purchased Sokovia. Well, I wouldn't say purchased. But or took over, a- not purchased. Acquired. Yeah, let's call it that. Um, took advantage of them being down on their luck. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, good for them. Yeah. Because... Although he's a villain, he's supposedly a great ruler. 
Yeah. It's the only outcome where, like, the Earth doesn't destroy itself is when he's in charge of all of it. Right. So, whatever. Maybe the Fantastic Four are the villains. Reed Richard is a, a dick, supposedly. A lot of people don't like him. Yeah. The, uh, you know in Rick and Morty, uh, the Council of Ricks? Yes. That's based off of something out of Marvel Comics for Reed Richards. It's basically the same thing, but it's just a bunch of Reed Richards from different universes. That's funny. <laughs> um, um, we have yeah. all the stuff that's going on with Doctor Strange and Wanda, all the multiversal stuff. Potentially Spider-Man, too. Potentially Spider-Man. Multiverse stuff. We, I mean, definitely a little bit. Yeah. Because confirmed they're bringing, they're bringing in, in villains. Yeah. From other... Jamie Foxx is coming back. Jamie Foxx. As Electro. Alfred Molina. Doc Molina, Ock. Yes. Rumors going around uh, that maybe Willem Goblin, Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Potential. That'd be cool. Dude, I'd be all for that. He was so good. He's great. Willem Dafoe is just a underrated actor yeah he he really uh, underrated i think because he tends to go for pretty weird roles right but he does them well yeah um let's see what else oh we know that the illuminati exists because we've seen the app on stark's phone oh yeah um there's just there's there's a lot that's just kind of out there uh and i i you know, who knows when what's going to come to a head. Right. So. And. Uh, Exciting times. We didn't even talk about. They're, they, they've they recruited. Mobius has recruited Loki to chase yes, another to very chase Loki. L- probably Lady a Loki. female. Lady Loki. Yeah. Who is killing the shit out of dudes. Yeah. Lighting them on fire. Indeed. Stabbing them. Which. Is, looking like Satan. Yeah. Apparently, allegedly. Well, it's the horns from the yeah, helmet. Yeah. yeah, and the stabbing yeah. fits. As if I was a young religious boy, and I watched potentially a silhouetted character with huge horns murder a bunch of people in a church, I'd probably think Satan too. Almost certainly. Almost. Yeah. Certainly. I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's really what only else? one outcome. What else would that be? <laughs> Uh, uh, and probably not like, excuse the shitty pun, but like, it's not like a low key murder either. It's, it's Damn. probably pretty like heinous, pretty, oh, yeah. uh, in, it's a hard death. Yeah. It I'm... was, I, I, I didn't want to make the joke. I just couldn't think of another way to say it because again, my brain is deteriorating. Anyway. We digress. We digress. Uh, it's what we do. Yeah. It's always been and will always be how we communicate. Yep. Just constant rabbit holes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it was good. A, Out a of ten. strong opening. Ooh. What do you give it? Eight and a half. I was, I was just going to say I give it a good eight and a half. Because, I mean, it was just good and also... Good action. It pleased my inner nerd. As far as, not like action, action, but it was like, it was interesting. Yeah. There, there was never a part of it that was like, this is kind of slow. Yeah. It, yeah, it was just good. The, the pacing was phenomenal. The content was great. Yeah. The acting was really good. On point. So, uh, and I'm excited to see where it goes. 
Yeah. I like all the new characters. I like the old ones. Yeah. I'm excited to see Lady Loki. And potentially other... Holy shit, we didn't even talk. Loki is D.B. Cooper. Oh, yeah! We didn't even talk about that. D.B. Cooper. There is a pretty famous... If you're... I don't know if, you know, everyone knows about it, but it's... Right. It's hijacking. Yes, a hijacking that happened in America. In the 70s. In the 70s, where a guy... Said the line, you might want to read it, I've got a bomb. Yeah. Hijacked the plane with a bunch of money, skydived out of the plane, and fucking disappeared. Yeah. Nobody knows what the hell happened to him. No. There are a whole lot of conspiracy theories connected to it. Uh, But, yeah, nobody knows what the heck happened, where he went, why he took the money, or what he did with it. Right. And he just disappeared. I listened to the- Literally uh, into thin air. I listened to the Time Suck about him. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Time Suck, by the way. If you don't know what that uh, podcast is, is hosted by a comedian named Dan Cummins. And Fantastic. He takes about he, well, first of all, he dive he dives into studying a topic. He goes really deep into studying it, makes sure he knows as much as he can about the topic, and then uh, over the course of two hours, yeah, yeah, in the podcast, he yeah. teaches you about. Whatever the topic was, but because he's a very irreverent comedian, it's it's not just a history lesson. It's pretty right. funny. It's, it's a, a very good. It's com- a comedic history. It lesson. is the inspiration, uh, sort of for me wanting to do the Waffle Talk. Part part of the ins- inspiration. Yeah. For why I wanted to do the other podcast I do, which is Waffle Talk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, phenomenal podcast you should go listen to it if you're into irreverent comedy and history yeah anyway. I, listened, I listened to the db cooper one after Loki. i didn't even know he had done one on db cooper it's it was a while back it was like, i'm sure it's good because he he really was, gets into the conspiracy stuff it's pretty funny i think it was his first episode back after the first full year okay so like just in his second year of doing it okay it yeah was so a while that's because he's been going he has like a couple like of years, four or five three, years. Three, four hundred episodes, five hundred episodes. He has a lot. Yeah. He's been going on for a long time. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. That was a nice little touch. He lost He lost a bet to Thor. Lost a bet to Thor, and that's how D.B. Cooper became, I think. That was pretty good. Yeah, I really, I really I, liked that. I enjoyed that. Um, but that's pretty much all I have to say about Loki. Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't have too much else. Uh, so, on to E3. Yeah. Uh... <clears throat> which I'll just make a note at 54 minutes, 40 seconds, we finished talking about Loki. Loki. Um, what are the three games that have been talked about or re- revealed in E3? That, what are your top three games? What are you most excited for? Battlefield 2042. Yeah, that looks really good. We've talked a lot about that without really seeing much about it. Yeah. We've seen two trailers at this point. Now we have. I'm saying in the past, in our first episodes. Uh, And then Battlefield 2042, number one. Starfield, number two. Starfield looks good. And then probably Halo Infinite. Oh, yeah. That Halo Infinite looked phenomenal. The multiplayer looked great. Yeah. The campaign looks great. I'm so excited. I've played every Halo game that's ever come out. I 
started playing them when they came out when I was five. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Kind of young to start playing. Eh, Who cares? I definitely had weeks worth of nightmares from the flood. Yeah. Because they were, and still are, a terrifying concept. I'm I guess gonna, let's kind of just break this down game by game. Let's talk about Halo first. Down by game, game by game. Fine. Yeah. Halo oh, Infinite. Wait, hold on. Sorry. Before, okay. before we begin, you asked me what my top three were. Yes. What are your top three? Halo Infinite. Okay. Uh, let's see. Battlefield. Yeah. With the concession that I am disappointed there's no campaign, I don't think a game that doesn't have a campaign should be 60 bucks. I just don't, especially considering a lot of people are just doing free online now. Right. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, you can make a shitload of money uh, with Battle Pass stuff and loot boxes. This is true. Uh, you probably make more money doing that than you do selling online, which is why a lot of people are going to that version because right. nobody, we all know what happens when you make a $60 game, also have loot boxes and pay to win stuff, you get crucified. EA no, should know that by now. EA paid the price so that the rest of the world could know not to do that shit. Yeah. Uh, but I'm really. It's a I'm shame, still, too, because the game that they did that to was. It was a. A good game. It was. It ended up being a really good game. At and yeah, at the end of its life, it was really good. Um, but I I I have my reservations about it. It looks good, but also there are parts of it. I'm like that feels kind of like Call of Duty, and I have just the I I'm just so sick of Call of Duty. Yeah. And Activision. I'm just done with them. I'm done with them. Uh, but I am excited for the game. I think it looks good. Uh, what else? There's so many games. I don't, but I don't know what gets the top three. Let's see. There was Halo, Battlefield, Outer Worlds Two looked really good. That was a great trailer. It really was. They made fun of. They made fun of trailers, trailers but they the also like nailed the trailer. Yeah, like it was really well done. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I was a huge fan. Still am a huge fan of the first one. Um, I never finished it. I started playing it's it. It's so good. I started playing it, and then I stopped. And then months later, I picked it back up again, and I finished it. And it's it's phenomenal. I love it. A phenomenal game. Yeah. For the fact that it's pretty unique, um, it kind of has, like, Mass Effect Andromeda-esque story. Kind of, okay. sort of, but you're also playing kind right of now. like Outriders does as well. Yeah. So, side note. Yep. Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Phenomenal. I said I was excited for it, and I fucking loved it. It was great. I already beat all three games. Nice. Um, just as good as I remember. The ending in three is still, it's one of those weird ones where it's like, it's so hard to get that ending right. Uh, but it's it's just a little weird. But the alternate ending that is added now in just, 
comes in the game and isn't paid for DLC is better, different, okay, weird, still weird. Um, a lot of people were super pissed at the ending initially, uh, and I don't blame them. It's I didn't hate it. It's just weird. It's it's hard to have an ending that has consequences. Like, legitimate consequences, but also, like, that still feels satisfying. Yeah. Um, and it's... It, it toes that line, and, and it doesn't do a good job of it. Uh, but 99.999% of that franchise is basically perfect. So... High praise. Yeah, I, I love Mass Effect games. They're just... They're really good. They're, they weren't the most polished games when they came out. But I really don't care about that when the content of the games is just such high quality. Right. It's such a good story. I'm a huge fan. When Andromeda came out, I liked it. Didn't love it. And I had played uh, the Mass Effect games late. I played all three of them after three had been out for quite some time. Okay. So I was pretty fresh off of those games and was like, this, this, is just, this is great. This is just going to be another Mass Effect game. And it is, but it's not as good. Okay. It's not as good as the original trilogy. And I thought it was not even close the first time I played it. I really liked it going through, but the second the game ended, I was just like, meh, meh. Yeah. Whatever. I went back now, separate of all the hype that I had for the game, which, as we know... Hype is the best way to ruin anything. Yes, it is. Uh, and with the attitude of it was just kind of like a meh game. And I'm loving it now. I'm having a really good time. Hmm. I'm very much enjoying it. Interesting. Um, but that happens all the time. Yeah. That kind of thing. That's I, Like I said, hype kills things. Overhyping things in your head is the best way to guarantee you have a bad experience. And going in with low expectations is the best way to guarantee you have a good experience. Because either it's like, yeah, okay, that's what I was expecting. Or yeah. so much better than I was expecting. Yeah. So I'm really enjoying it. Good. Uh, but anyway. What would you put as your third slot? <laughs> Top three. So. You've got Halo, you've got Battlefield. Halo, Battlefield, Outer Worlds 2, which was really good, but I, I don't know if that takes my third slot is what i'm most excited for um just because as good as that game was it's also kind of like a it's it's still a super young franchise and it's not something that i have a history with right unlike battlefield and halo uh specifically halo man there's so much there's really so is. much coming out right now the I'm, avatar game looks, looks interesting looks the guardians of the galaxy game looks good far cry looks good far cry looks so good and i do have a history with that that's probably going to take third just because i played two and three or no i didn't play two i played three four primal five yeah. i didn't play new dawn um simply because that should have been like dlc right it's the same place, a lot of the, like, it has some of the same characters, and it's just a, it is an immediate continuation of five. Right. But, I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of weird that it's... Far Cry controls and, like, 
gameplay doesn't change enough between each game for you to do a follow-up like that. Gotcha. If it's going to be the exact same map, it's got to be very different, and it didn't seem like it was enough of a change for me to pay 60 bucks. Right. Um, but, I, I don't know. I might buy... I might I might get it before 6 comes out. It might go on sale or whatever. Say, I'm sure it will. Yeah. I mean, it can't be that expensive now. I'm I don't sure think it had a great out. reception. Um... So yeah, Far Cry 6 gets my third place spot, I think. Okay. What else was on? Did, did we watch, though? We watched all the ones we listed. Starfield. Yeah. Super super pumped about that. Yeah, that looks good. New, Brand new like IP from Bethesda. Yeah. Uh, Is that going to be an exclusive? Yes. I thought so, yeah. So it, it seems like I was right in that the... Totally new IPs are going to be exclusive. Well, we haven't seen them release an existing IP yet. Yes, but I can't imagine they're going to make an Elder Scrolls game or a Fallout game exclusive. I don't know. That just seems like a bad call. You'd miss out on so much money. I don't know. They might. I mean, Square Enix kind of does that with Final Fantasy games. Like, some of them are available on both. Not all of them are. Yeah, but that's how it's always been with them. Yeah. This is a new thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know that a lot of people are going to be willing to buy a whole Xbox One to play Elder Scrolls 6 or Fallout 6. Right. 4? 5? Fallout 5? Not 6. 5, yeah. Um, which is also due. Yeah, it's been... Give us Elder Scrolls first, but come on. Yeah. Well, at least they've announced Bethesda's the Elder Scrolls taking game. their sweet ass to yeah, but the fucking Starfield took twenty five years. Yeah, I don't want to wait twenty five years for uh, Elder Scrolls Six. We're what ten years in now. Yeah, we're not even halfway there. No, not even close. Uh, in fifteen years, we'll be thirty eight. Oh, we'll God. be almost forty. Oh, <laughs> basically dead is what I'll want to be. Or rich beyond our wildest dreams. (laughs) I mean, hopefully that, honestly. But probably just dead. Yeah. We'll see. Golly. Or we won't. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) We never even get to release this podcast. We die tonight. Fuck. (laughs) Oh, man. Chokes on this water. Well, that probably wouldn't kill both of us, but... (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, this was, this has been a pretty good E3. I've, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed I've, it. I've, I feel like the last couple have been lackluster. This one's kind of showing off, yeah. showing out. Well, I, and I think too, last year they were building up to the launch of new consoles. Yeah. And they had, I mean, they had some, particularly Sony and PlayStation had some stuff to go with that launch yeah but with this one this is really their first year to kind of show us what they've got as far as putting games out for these new consoles that's true so i mean i feel like they kind of have which to you there. just got your xbox one series x so sorry yes no, i did I, I finally xbox got one series x not today one x. i literally went and got it today yeah uh it's I love it. I paid six hundred and fifty dollars for it. 
thirty. That's really not bad. Six hundred and thirty dollars because he bad. gave me twenty dollars back. Yes. Because yeah. it turned out to be a relative of mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I can't afford it now, so that did. I couldn't have bought it even if I wanted to. Right. Um, because I'm unemployed still. Um. Yeah, E3, man. Yeah, Good shit so far. Good yeah, shit so I've, far. I'm I'm excited to see kind of what comes in the next... How many more days of it? Is there, what, two more days of it? I think so. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah, I don't, it, I don't think it goes much longer than three days, four days. I think it's four or five, yeah. But yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I, that Guardians of the Galaxy game though it does. It looks good. I, it, I think they learned their lesson yeah, from looks, making what is essentially an arcade game. Looks much better than the Avengers game. Yeah, and more in line with kind of like a Final Fantasy. The type graphics game. look better. The, the character design is much better. The gameplay looks much better. Yeah. So, I'm still gonna go into the. Oh yeah, I mean it's gonna, a bit of gonna be cautious. There are a couple things I saw in the trailer that I would like to be fixed. Yeah. Um. But for the most part, pretty good. Yeah, that looks good. Uh, I really am excited for this battlefield. I know you're bummed that there's no story. I don't really care. I play that stuff for multiplayer anyway. I know it's just the principle of it. Right. It's not even because look, I'll be honest. Yes, I have loved. Battlefield campaigns. But the fucking they're like what, four hours long? Five yeah. hours long? They're not they're not exactly earth shattering, you know, they're not like Halo campaigns. Right. It's not exactly Red Dead Redemption. No. But if you're gonna release a full priced game, release a full game. Yeah. Release a full game. Yeah. As many people have they as they have put on the damn Battlefield game. They've put other games on hold. They've taken developers off other IPs. Just make the dang campaign. Right. I don't want to have to play multiplayer to play the campaign because I just don't want to. Right. I shouldn't have to. It's campaign. Single player. It's so easy. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. The gameplay of it looks good, though. That looks. It does look good. There's it some looks things real good. in there that I, I kind of like. It kind of reminds me of uh, Battlefront 2015, whereas they've kind of done away with the class system and have kind of seemingly leaned more into, like, well, A, kind of like operators and Call of Duty, but also... I thought they said they were doing the class system again. They are and they aren't. Like, not not in the way that they did in, like, Battlefield 1 or Battlefront 2. Okay. Like, it's different. Okay. Like, they have a bunch of different operators, like in Call of Duty, that are all right. part of, like, a different class. They've all got, like, a unique ability uh, pertaining to that specific operator. Okay. And then as far as, like customizing loadouts and stuff goes it seems kind of more like battlefront 2015 okay what you could do that's kind of the vibe i got from it i don't know i mean i'm sure we'll see they, i think july 22nd was the date they teased at the end of the gameplay trailer i think so yeah for more info 
I don't know what they'll release then. Um, Regardless, after that Halo Infinite trailer, I'm more excited for that. That multiplayer looks phenomenal. That does look good. And it's free to play. Free to play. So you don't. And if you have Xbox Game Pass, then it's It's free free 100%. So. Story and all. Yeah. Uh, but man, am I excited for that! That ca- that the the, mu- the multiplayer looked phenomenal. It looked yeah. it looked like Halo multiplayer. They're bringing back Valhalla the map, yes, which I am a huge fan of. Uh, the campaign looks interesting, and all you people who got butt hurt about the way the game looked it looks like much, two years ago, a it looks better. better now. B, fuck, uh, I don't understand why you care what the trailer graphics look like. I just don't understand. Yeah, that's never what it actually it's, looks like. It's never what you get. No. Chill out. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. Halo has never... It's 343. It's... It, they're not going to release a game... They're not going to release a game that looks like it's from 2005. Right. That's just a ridiculous thing to be pissed about. And they'd get massacred if they did. <laughs> yeah, of course they would. It's 2021. Yeah. <laughs> and also... They're kind of known for releasing games with really good graphics. Yeah, they are. That's just kind of what they've done. Halo 5 was, or no, sorry, 4, which came out as one of the first games on Xbox One, was gorgeous. Yeah. It was gorgeous. They always kind of, there's always a Halo game that typically launches with a new console. Yeah, it's That's Xbox and Halo are synonymous. They go well, it's together. Been their, like, it's been their biggest exclusive for years now. And it was like the release game for the Xbox. Yeah. Speaking of, there's like dynamic backgrounds that you can put on the Series X. They kind of like seen, move. Yeah. You can get the original Xbox One. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah, back. yeah. Oh, it's so great. That is cool. But, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I don't have too much else. No, I think that's pretty much it. I'm, my we, wallet is going to hate me in a couple of months. Yeah, I really need to get a job. <laughs> I really need to get a job. Because I'm going to buy because I'm all not, of these games. Because I, I don't think I'd be able to just sit there and watch all of you guys have <laughs> Battlefield and Halo and all this stuff while I'm just sitting here playing but you don't need a job to play Andromeda. Halo. That's true. You already, play, you already have Game Pass. I already have Halo. Okay, so never mind. I don't need a job. <laughs> Yes, I do. I'm still poor. I mean, you need you need a I need, battlefield. I need well, and also just for life, I need to start making money soon. I don't have other things. You know, savings only go so far. Yeah. Um. That's all I got. Yeah, I don't really have anything else. Okay. Uh, well, we didn't plug our socials or anything at the beginning. Oh, that's so right. I don't well, it's it. been so long. Oh, hold on. Oh, not e free. Do you guys remember a few weeks back we talked about the Smash Bros. tournament that we were all going to compete in? Oh, yeah. Well, if you don't, I don't remember what episode it was in, but go go find it. I I mean, it's one of the couldn't have been that long ago. No. It was probably the last one. That or the one before it. Uh, Well, we had the tournament. We did. And the outcome was pretty much as we assumed. Yes. Our buddy Wes won. Dominated. You came in second. I came in second. Not as far behind as I thought I would be. No. I was kind of nervous because my Switch broke, and everyone else had a Switch and the game and could practice. Yes. And I was nervous because I, I'd be the only one who couldn't practice regularly. I don't know why you were nervous. Because. I mean, I, I it get take, it, but it also. It doesn't like... take long to get better at that game. No, it doesn't. Uh, but regardless, I came in second. Dylan came in third. I did. And our buddy Jake 
came in last. Yes. He got beat by like three points, four points. I think it was five. Five points. Because he would have needed. He would have needed. We did the we did the numbers at the end. Right. He would have needed West to beat me, and then he would have had to three stock me. Yeah. In order to win. Yes, that's right. Uh, close. Um, it was close. It was close. Uh, but I had a good time. It oh, was, it was fun. Great. It was interesting. I got the honorable um, mention. He got the honorable mention I because he had myself. a pretty clean suicide kill for the win. For the win. Game. It was a it, and it was against Wes. Yes. So it was like if if the opportunity arises, you got to get the guaranteed win. Yes, because Wes is you, a monster. Yeah. At so. that game, uh, and most games that he plays. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's one of those people that's pretty good at most things he tries to do. Yes. Which uh, can be frustrating. But yeah, that was a good time. I just thought, I just... just yeah, no, it was good to, to bring up. We might even post some pictures of the trophies. Yeah, we can. Because one of them um, was made custom for... It was 3D printed. Yes. And then the other one was a really cool toilet. little toilet for the loser. It was cool. Yes. It was funny. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. I'm, um, and we're planning on doing it again at some point in the future. Yeah. So, But uh, let's wrap it up. Yeah. Because it's almost midnight here. It is. And it's like 90 degrees in my room because it's hot in here all the time. Yes. When I don't have my AC on and because we don't want you to hear nothing but AC, we turn it off. Right. And we record in a little nook with a blanket hanging down behind us. So that you get the best audio we can get out of this singular mic that we use yes. between the two of us. A singular condenser toner mic, which performs admirably. It does. Much better than you would expect. It really does, yeah. Considering neither of us are speaking at it directly in the direction you should. Uh, neither of us are sitting right up on it. The mic is great. It was like 50 bucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's... It's served us well. It has served us very well. Um, Obviously, it will be replaced eventually, should we keep doing this and find any kind of success. Oh, absolutely. Uh, which our last episode is now tied for our most listened to episode. Yeah, that's exciting. Which is very exciting. Uh, give this one a listen. 17 and, uh, listens, baby. Let's see if we can beat that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you are listening, and if you have listened to our other ones, and you have returned... Thank you so much. Yeah, because I'm glad you're here. I really enjoyed doing this podcast. Yeah, uh, and it's nice to know that it, people are hearing it, getting yeah. out there, it's being listened to. And now that we're on Apple Podcasts, yes. please remember to like and rate, or download and rate, not like. Yeah, I mean, like you download, give us a download, like it, and then leave by a, rating a five star leave a rating. Yeah, absolutely. And if you hated it, leave it, leave you know a one star, and tell us why so that we could fix it. Yeah. Or, better yet, if you hated it, leave a five star and then email us and tell us you hated it. There you and go. you can email us at Quest for Con Pod. Content Pod. Content Pod, sorry. Quest for Content Con, Pod. Quest for Con is our Twitter. Uh, yeah, our social media. Quest for Content Pod at gmail.com. That's right. And uh, we're also on Twitter uh, at Quest for Con Pod. As well as Instagram. At Quest for Content Pod on Instagram. Yes. So. If you'd like to get in touch with us, please do so. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you uh, have any suggestions on things you'd like us to watch absolutely. and talk about, we would love to watch good movies. Yeah. Shitty movies. Good shows. Bad shitty shows. shows. Yeah. 
Uh, let us know what you're looking forward to out of E3. Please up. do. Uh, yeah, let us know. Three. Let us yeah. know what your top three games you're looking forward to are. Um, it's been a good year for. It's games. gonna be a good. It's gonna it's be a good couple years. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Anyway, yeah, I have Ben Zach, and I am Dylan, and this has been the quest, quest for content. content. Oh yes. Thank you for joining us. We'll see and you once again later. Have a lovely week. Bitch.